this is the old show feed for the LGBTQ podcast that gives you news and views from a non-straight perspective. We took the eight out of the name, so the podcast was renamed Not Straightcast, all spelled out as of episode 32. The last episode on this old feed is episode 35. Episode 36 and beyond are now located on the new feed. All the links are located on our website, notstraightcast.com, where you can search for Not Straightcast in your favorite podcast app. Also, visit notstraightworld.com for links to all of our websites. from a not straight perspective this is not straight cast episode 33 for january 17 2024 welcome to not straight cast i'm joe and i'm becca and becca how are you doing hey i'm good I'm happy good. new year because this is happy now new our, year it's our first show that we've recorded in the new year there it and is now and now we're in the outer stuck of winter. <laughs> it is. It is. It's that sad time when all Christmas decorations go away. I put my tree away last weekend. It's depressing. You know what's more depressing? I never put out Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did last year. I don't remember if I did last year or not. It's more or less, it's kind of like, I don't have any place to put my tree at, I realize. I'm. I'm becoming a little cluttered here and not in like a pack radish kind of cluttered. Yeah. Like I don't have any place to put anything now because everything has its place. It's amazing how quickly things can accumulate too. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Cause if you look at my apartment here, it's not like it looks messy. It's just like there's stuff stuff everywhere. You know, (laughs) it looks like it's lived in, you know, but it's not messy per se. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like, I don't have a place to put my tree at. It's only like a three foot high tree, but I don't have any place to set it down at unless I put it on my dining room table, which like nobody will enjoy. Plus also too, secondly, I really didn't have anybody over for the holidays. I think you're the only person who stopped by. And that was just, the, <laughs> that, that was kind of like, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, let's get your microphone working kind of thing, you know? So, so, so who knows, you know, I don't know. It, it's just like, if I had a house. And I had the place in the the space for a tree. I would put one up, definitely. I would decorate. Yeah, it's it's nice. I like to turn all the lights out and just have the light of the Christmas tree when exactly. I'm watching TV or something. Yeah, I it's feel like I don't have enough hours in a day anymore, though. You know, to just relax. Yeah, and you have a kind of a flip flop schedule than the rest of us. Yeah, I work overnights still. I also am going to school, so I'm doing those two things. Those two things by itself are literally like two full-time jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But anyways, yeah. <laughs> it's Wait. just like, yeah, I want to tear my hair out sometimes. I have free time in the evenings usually. But that, I just, yeah, I don't really have anything else that I do. I do this on every other Saturday. I occasionally hang out with people, but. Yeah, and I go bowling, and we're probably going to go bowling sometime here. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, if you're listening to us there, you're listening to us on one of your two podcast feeds, either the old one or the new one. And we've updated all the new ones now and everything. So um, so basically, if you go to Not Straightcast, and that's all spelled out, N-O-T-S-T-R-A-I-G-H-T-C-A-S-T, uh, you'll be able to find our podcast there. Um, but if you're still subscribed to the old one, you're still going to get our podcast, but only until episode 35. And since this is episode 33, there's two more episodes. Probably going to be close to the beginning of March. Before it's all, it, before it's like swapped over entirely. Exactly. Oh, so okay. in this case, then uh, what will happen is, is that after episode 35, I'll put a small audio podcast on the old feed saying that, Hey, if you want to get new episodes, you have to resubscribe into this new podcast feed, which is the one we're talking about here, which is N O T S T R A I G H T all spelled out. 
So, yeah. I was trying to figure out here how to switch your podcast name halfway through. <laughs> and that's the best way I could think of to do it. There was basically the run both feeds for concurrently for a while. Right. Cause it can be confusing, but I, I think anybody that's listening can figure it out. That is like right now, there's barely anybody listening there. So, okay. I figured might as well do it now than when there's thousands of people listening. <laughs> but um, along with the name change to the podcast, which you talked about a lot in the last podcast, we also got new merchandise. I'm holding up to the webcam here. So back and you can see it there. The not streetcast mug. It's very cool. It has the logo on it and a, and a rainbow stripe. Yeah. And I also, uh, but t-shirts, I ordered some of the uh, samples and everything there. So I'm excited. Yeah. New coffee cup. It looks pretty darn good. Exactly. I love coffee cups. <laughs> I don't use them much. I use like one of those like things that keep your coffee hot forever. But I like mugs. I like to have the mugs. I like different ones. Uh, you're one of those Stanley folks. I see. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And, you know, I haven't seen anybody go that crazy over a cup since two girls were involved. Right. <laughs> I don't think everybody got that joke because you wrote that on Facebook. I, I did. I don't think everybody got that. Yeah, there were a couple people that were lost. I think I'm showing my internet age here a little bit. It's not that, was that old. It wasn't it? That was like that was a long time ago, I thought. Like, it wasn't that old. I think people would get that. But, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Well, <laughs> if you don't get it, you don't deserve to be online. I think there's, yeah. <laughs> there should be a license for people to be able to get online. It should be yeah, like a driving test. Seriously, you know? it's like a, a rite of passage to see that like two girls, one cup video. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, and it's like it's probably still out there. You can find it, you know. Oh yeah, I'm and sure it's not it pleasant. Is. So don't go yeah. and watch it on our recommendation at all. <laughs> no, do not watch it. It's really, really <laughs> gross. <laughs> also, too, um, this week I got off my fat ass. <laughs> like I wasn't busy enough already. And I got my LLC created. Yeah, that's Fine. great. So, but I realized there's so many different forms you need to fill out there when you start a business here. And one of them is the uh, Beneficial Ownership Information Report, B O I R. And it's something that came about just recently. So it's something I filed there. And basically, it's just a report that you fill out. It's free to do and everything. But basically, yeah. what it does, it's an effort to help prevent money laundering and other financial crimes for requiring those with control over businesses or legal entities to provide identifying information. So basically, it's kind of like, here's who owns this LLC, da, 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 so on and so forth. That's pretty much all it is there. Okay. Yeah, I was looking into that a while back when trying to get something going on the internet, you know, like a online store, but <laughs> I'm not there yet. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, granted, there's many things I should have done in the past. There should have been an LLC, but never were. And it's kind of like, okay, this is time to do this here. So, but uh, yeah, that means I'll be laundering all the dirty, not street past money. <laughs> I must have said not straight TV money. I'm just kind of like, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just took a ride into the past. And then uh, also to the donations that you sent to us are still not tax deductible. Still. <laughs> they never They're worked not... before. And they still aren't. Because we're not wow. a nonprofit organization, even though we don't make a profit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we feel Doing like one, but we're fun. not one. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, anyways, here, I will tell you a joke. And I had two jokes written down, but I'm only going to tell you the second one. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, good. And this is much more in the vein of this podcast here. So the joke is, how does a non-binary ninja slay their victims? I'm afraid to ask how. They slash them. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good joke. I know. <laughs> it's not I... offensive in the in any way at all. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but they slash them is funny. <laughs> so I've done enough talking here. What's going on in your life? 
oh, like I said, I'm going up to see my sister next weekend. We haven't officially had our Christmas yet, so okay, I'm going, going up and there. That there and... Yeah, 2024 is is started off pretty good. Um, my girlfriend uh, once we have talked about getting commitment rings, so um, the next time we see each other, we're going to exchange them. Do, so there's that. Do. Do, 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 do. Oh no, <laughs> no, no! I've been there. Wait, I, so you're only getting engaged, not married? No, we're not. It's just a commitment ring. Yeah, it's just it. It says that we have that level of commitment without getting the government involved. We will only have sex with each other and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but there's you know there was that. Oh, and I I just got approved for medical insurance. I haven't had like actual medical insurance in a while, so I I'm excited about that. So yeah, last year was so bad. Some good things were bound to happen this year. Like Is this the... through your job? Hmm. No, no, no. It's not. I don't qualify for insurance through my job until I've been there for a year. And either way, it's Ew. too expensive. Yeah, it's too expensive to use anyways. Like most, yeah. a, a lot of the places that I've worked, even when I had their insurance, I couldn't afford to use it because like the deductibles were so high. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, when I was in the hospital, uh, not last year, but the year before, it's like if I would have not had insurance, the cost of the hospital visit would have been three quarters of a million dollars. Oh yeah. I'd be homeless. Oh yeah. I, I'd, I'd be on the street <laughs> destitute, you know? Yeah. Like living in my, my car. Shaking my not straight mug around asking for donations. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you goddamn know I still would have the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just be doing it from our cars. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> It's real sad. It's kind of like, you know, it's like having a job is, you know, you have to have a job to have health insurance or be able to afford health insurance if you do it like your way, you know? Yeah. And I, I had a friend who uh, was unemployed for a few months there, and he's epileptic. He needs his medicine to survive, basically. Yeah. He should have been able to get help through the state regarding that, like, emergency because he has a life-threatening uh, problem. Thankfully, it kind of came to the point he got a new job. He's doing fine now oh, and everything good. there. So, but it was kind of like it was touch and go there for a while. It was kind of like, okay, I really yeah, need a scary. job to have insurance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been using like a telehealth thing for the last few years. And, you know, that's been taking care of my basic needs. And, and, mm -hmm. and you know, but now like I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And I need some things checked out and looked at. And so it was time. Get it's that age. Orange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we always figure out a way, like, start <laughs> talking about something where that is appropriate. <laughs> you know, it's just, we are old now. And I tell you what, it's like, I don't know what happened between 40 and 46, which I am now. Mm. Between 40 and 45, I guess you could say things went so far downhill. It was like, okay, what the hell happened here? You know? Yeah. In the last, uh, I don't know, six months or five, six months or so, um, I've started to have some serious back issues okay. where it's, it's, it's starting to be problematic and Ooh. I'm worried about it because my mom, one of the things that she had, the reason she couldn't walk is because she had spinal stenosis. And I'm showing symptoms of that, and I'm really hoping Ooh. that's not what it is, because that's it's not. A, it's a lot, and I have another friend that has the same thing too. And plus, I need an EKG done because they're worried about some things, and I have to have an MRI. And so here's the question: uh, Why are we yeah. still alive? <laughs> <laughs> they keep they give us medicine enough to keep us alive, but just mm -hmm. on the brink. You know, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like, you know, I have a container to for my medications, you know, I have these individual things there so I can, you know, know when to take my meds. Yeah. I'm going to need one of those too. just to store my meds because I take so many of them. I take, you know, like I mentioned before, I take like six different medications for my blood pressure. Yeah. That's a lot. It keeps me in check and everything there, but it's kind of like, yeah, that's a lot there. So in this case here, and I'm actually going to. Pull it out of here for back of the sea here. 
here's the container I have all my medication in. You can kind of hear it there. Oh, wow. I know. I mean, like some of this is like aspirin and vitamin D pills and, you know, fiber pills and stuff. But the rest of it is all my meds, you know? Yeah. That's smart. That's better than having a medicine cabinet full of crap and having to like sort things out every time you need to take something. Well, what I was kind of sick of with was like I had all these bottles of Mm -hmm. meds. Yeah, that's and, what I have know, right now. <laughs> I was constantly, I just, they were just stacked on the table and they're taking up so much room. It's kind of like, I need something that's smaller. Right. Of course, then at this point, the reason why I have more bottles now is because I switched all my meds there to home delivery because I used to have to go to a pharmacy to pick them up. Oh. I realized I was only getting a 30 day supply and I, and then some I take three times a day. So I was running out pretty damn quickly. Right. <laughs> And so, yeah, I figured they'd give me a 90-day supply of them there, and they'll deliver them to my house. Nice. Yeah, I get 90 days on mine, too. But then I also realized there, too, it's kind of like, you know, I'm running out of things I need there, like gummies, you know, for, like, my my multivitamins. It's kind of like, okay. <laughs> so thank God for Amazon, because I ordered those off there, and I actually got a two-pack of these. It was only, like, 15 bucks for the two-pack, thank God, but it was just like, oh, my God, it's just... I'm spending $100 every 90 days now for meds. Wow. Wow. That's cheap. Yeah. I mean, because they're only like 20 bucks a pop. And one's even less than that there, but it's still, it's kind of like, I'm spending $10 for a 30-day supply or $20 for a 90-day supply. I think it made sense to go to the 90-day supply. Because I looked at my costs last year, and I spent like five, $600 on medication. I don't think I have to pay anything on, on this plan that I got. That's awesome. Yeah. So the uh, less you have to yeah. pay, the better off you are. <laughs> yeah. Especially because they just keep adding on new meds now. <laughs> it's like you are inevitably one. broken. You need this med now too. Yeah. They like to There's, treat all the symptoms and not actually fix anything. Yeah. I've been a proponent of them finding out what the reason is behind it instead of just prescribing more meds. It's kind of like, yeah, because you're treating the symptoms and not you're not curing the problem right right and there's it's deliberately designed that way in my opinion actually there was some like a big pharma dude or something that got on tv like i don't recall what his name was and said uh how do you put it this is paraphrased but but basically that um healed people aren't good for the business model Oh, yeah. I, I think I saw like a thing on Facebook. It was kind of like, you know, it's like the customer will be lost if you solve their problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. So they they don't, you know, it's become become so commodified that, you know, it's they don't want to fix anything. They just throw meds at you. Exactly. That's all I see on TV when I watch television and I don't even have cable like Hulu constantly uh-huh. running ads um up with like different drugs oh, you know yeah. we're the only country in the world that does that that allowed drug advertising television yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the way it is it's like ask your doctor about this today you know and, and do not take this drug if you're allergic to it yeah so, <laughs> duh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> right and then it has this list of, of si- potential side effects and known side effects and i it, posted it, something on facebook to my friend's feed and it was kind of like you know the side effects are like peeing shitting throwing oh, up all the that same was time you. i did see that i saw yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that made me laugh because it's true and honestly <laughs> i'm not going to my doctor and asking if you know pericardia is right for you i'm not asking them that question you know yeah it's, it's supposed to be the doctor that tells you what you yeah. need you know <laughs> i don't know and, about all these meds you know yeah that, the doctors really don't either because there was a couple times that we had to stop you know what was going on with our mother because they had prescribed her like two medications that didn't match like they weren't supposed to be taken together and there was like all this horrible stuff that would happen if they were and they didn't even look to see what she was already on before prescribing her this medication. It's like Yeah. And what's worse about my situation, I have three different doctors, you know. So I my PCP, my kidney doctor, and my cardiologist, you know. 
Well, yeah, you almost have to you know, all advocate like for each yourself. Other sometimes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And you have to pay attention because somebody, the one of the um, blood pressure medications that I was put on, I also take, you know, another thing for inflammation. And those yeah. two drugs couldn't be taken together. Oh, God. And, and they didn't even... It didn't even occur to them to look and see what I was already taking. Oh, yeah. It's just so many people have their hands in the pie there with this, number one. And then the pharmacy is kind of like, oh, yeah, we can't prescribe that to you there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I've my had doctor pharmacy, prescribed it. I've been taking it for the past year. What do you mean? You know, you can't prescribe it. Yeah. I had that going on because I switched, like I mentioned before, I switched my things over the home delivery there. Right. Well, like one of my medications that I've been taking for the, past year and it has been fine it's under review because of the fact it's a higher dosage than what they normally would give out and it's just kind of like okay yeah you have all these 90 milligrams instead of 60 milligrams yeah what's the difference here yeah (laughs) anyways so yeah and then i have to contact my doctor and be like yeah you need to respond to them and be like hey i need this meds if i want to live you know so Right. It, yeah. You, then you have the insurance involved, like that making yeah. decisions whether or not they're going to cover something. Oh, they need this to live. And then here's the insurance company. Yeah, no, nah, you don't need mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I know. I know. But uh, anyways, we have to kind of afford to pay the bills around here. So just want to let you know that that not straight that 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 ba 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 ba. That's that me tonight, not, too. Uh, that be, 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 be. <laughs> not straight cast is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's bad. You can't pronounce your own name or your own podcast. Yeah, I just want to let you know that it's brought to you by the Not Straight Cast store in Voxonics web hosting. Want to support Not Straight Cast? Visit the notstraightcast.com slash store where you can get a Not Straight Cast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. If ensuring speed and security for your websites is a top priority for you, then search no further than Voxonix's shared website hosting plans. Voxonix uses SSD-powered servers and provides numerous site acceleration tools that will make your websites load noticeably faster. Additionally, Voxonix has deployed ZFS data storage to shield your website contents from corruption. Also, Voxonix will manage the task of migrating all the websites you need to their system at no cost to you. Get started with a free 30-day trial. You don't even need a credit card at voxonyx.com that's v-o-x-o-n-x.com afterwards it's only four dollars and 42 cents per month visit voxonyx.com to get started now and i think we are ready for the news Okay, so first story here. Pope Francis, he's been in the LGBTQ plus communities, good graces as of late, having recently approved same-sex blessings in the Catholic Church, but his latest declaration isn't likely to go over as well. So in an address given the diplomats last week, often referred to as the State of the World speech, Pope Francis stated that the surrogate pregnancies should be banned worldwide. I was reading about this. Not good. Well, Pope Francis' primary issue with surrogate pregnancies seems to be the possible exploitation and a violation of dignity. His blanket condemnation of surrogacy would also impact LGBTQ plus people. Surrogate pregnancies are a popular practice for same-sex couples who are hoping to have children but can't conceive naturally. In his 45-minute speech, the Pope said, I deem deplorable the practice of so-called surrogate motherhood which represents a grave violation of the dignity of the woman and the child based upon the exploitation of situations of the mother's material needs. Consequently, I express my hope for an effort by the international community to prohibit this practice universally. Elsewhere in his speech, Pope Francis declared, the path of peace calls for respect for life, for every human life, starting with the life of the unborn child 
in the mother's womb, which cannot be suppressed or turned into an object of trafficking. Wow. The religious leader continued that a child is a gift and never the basis of a commercial contract before calling for a ban that prohibit this practice universally. However, the Associated Press notes that the Vatican Doctrine Office has previously made it clear that same-sex parents who use surrogacy to conceive a child may have their children baptized. (laughs) 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 I just needed a second to be like, uh... Yeah, like one step forward and three steps back. Exactly. And and this is is rich coming from, uh, you know, someone who worships the child of a surrogate like mary just kind of was like oh yep you're gonna be pregnant for somebody else and she never had sex <laughs> and and against her consent you yeah know? exactly yeah so like the whole trafficking commercial contract you know i i don't know it's a complete and other farce i swear uh, i swear religion as a whole is just meant to keep people in line it is. And if you need some kind of fear of like condemnation and afterlife to be a good person, I have a, like a, I have a surprise for you. You're not a good person. If that's, you know, all that's keeping you from being a serial killer, you know? Exactly. I, I would think just the fact that you are a good person, whether you're religious or not, yeah. does not have any impact on it there. Cause you no, can be just, religious and an asshole. Yeah. Just don't be an asshole. That's all. Yeah. Be good. <laughs> and and them, them talking about trafficking, like this is kind of a um I'm sorry, is my your, Alexis. Is your, is your yeah. uh, Amazon Alexa it is. It's giving my me my evening weather. Wait, is it playing our podcast? No. <laughs> it was giving me the weather. <laughs> and now is it playing music? Second here. No. No, there's nothing on now. You hear oh, music? Wait. No, is that you? mine's playing music. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I thought I heard yours turn on after mine did. I thought that was yours. It's mine. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> mine was. Oh, mine just reacted to yours too. <laughs> no, <laughs> no like around this time, the she gives me the like next day's weather. Okay, I actually turned <laughs> off the microphone on mine. There's a switch, I guess. On, I guess yours is just, you would say, I guess there's even a switch on yours. If it's yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, you turn off the microphone. So that's no, what I I'm doing here. Okay. Because you see the words Amazon, Alexa, it's kind of like you're done for. Yeah. <laughs> Every machine within a 20-mile radius goes off. Oh, so, yeah. It's like yours went off, and then I talked about it, so mine went off. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways. All right, where were we? <laughs> Let's go into your story next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> so this story was submitted to me by a mutual acquaintance of ours, Willow Starling. Okay. Um, she came across this article um, regarding a Ugandan LGBTQ activist who is in critical condition after a stabbing. Uh-huh. Um He's an LGBTQ activist working in Uganda in the wake of the country's draconian anti-homosexuality bill has been left in critical condition after after being stabbed. Same Stephen Kabuye, and, and I got a check on like how to pronounce that, so K-A-B-U-Y-E. that should be right. K a b u y e. Yeah, I think it's pretty um, a prominent LGBTQ rights activist in the East African nation was attacked by two men who allegedly been following him for several days, sources close to Kabuye claimed on social media. Uh, Kabuye's organization, the Colored, Voice, Colored Voices Media Foundation, Truth to LGBTQ Uganda. Wrote that's, that, that's a mouthful right there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote that he was stabbed near death by unknown assailants a few meters from our home as he was heading for work this this morning and this this happened last week um the anti-homosexuality act of 2023 is an act of parliament of uganda uh that restricts freedom of speech on lgbtq civil rights and introduces harsher penalties for certain types of homosexual acts now the cops had come back 
and and tried to say that this was like a Jesse Smollett situation, and he did it to himself, and he's just looking for attention. So, like, this is nobody... also Uganda too. So yeah, yeah, because this is the I, I, the second version of this act, and then the previous one, um, mainstream media, you know, was calling it the kill the gays bill because that's they yeah. they wanted to to give the death penalty to anybody that was found to be a homosexual in Uganda. Uh. Yeah, so basically it's like life imprisonment for sex between two people of the same biological sex and the death mm -hmm. penalty for aggravated homosexuality, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's, um, I guess that the aggravated sex uh, homosexuality is like involving people that are affected with HIV, minors, and other categories of vulnerable people, vulnerable people. Um, Basically, but, if you're gay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what's fuzzy, it's it's fuzzy because it's, it says, you know, involving people infected with HIV. So if two people were in a, you know, committed monogamous relationship and one has HIV, is that, is he, you know, it, it, are they going to come after him for capital punishment for having sex with his boyfriend? You know, it's it's just another way to, to try and, and that. Yeah, that country's a mess when it comes to civil rights over there. And, and you have South Africa that's, you know, fighting for the people of Gaza. Um, so I'm waiting for them to say something about, you know, the, the stuff going on on their continent as well. Well, so I, I uh, saw that you posted this story here about them, you know, going ahead there and about that person being in critical condition there. Mm -hmm. And... I posted a story that was kind of similar. To, I, I I told you about a story that's similar to this story that basically, I guess they were over in the U.S. and the GAP lawmakers were like, yeah, stand firm on this. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that one. Who what was the that? fuck? That was a, one of the Republican GAP. Was that a, like in the federal Congress? Yeah, or was it was that... basically it was like a Senate hearing or something like that there. You know, where and, they're having yeah, sex and, in the rooms. But Yeah, seriously. <laughs> And he was just like, yeah, they should have kept it as the death penalty. Like, that's that's what Republicans have in store if they get well, control it was of the White House kind of like, again. Like, talking about, like, yeah, them not knowing what the hell they're doing. Is, about is anything. That, is that Hunter anything. Biden, I guess, showed up to he one did. of their hearings last week? He did, and, and they want to question him. And the GOP was stumbling over the top of themselves. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they they wanted they they've been you know going on and barking for all this time about Hunter Biden not showing up because he wanted it to be public because he knows how yeah. they spin things, you know uh -huh. they're going to spin it they're going to lie and, and they're going to say that a bunch of stuff happened that didn't happen. So he's like, yeah, I'll come, but I want it to be public. And then he shows up and they refuse to question him because it is public. And then, um, Major. Uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I was trying to think oh, of her name there. <laughs> she wanted to say something, and it was kind of like, "Well, the last time you did, you showed porn in our hearing." Oh yeah, AOC <laughs> turned around and was just like, "Oh no, you didn't!" Like, yeah. <laughs> like you have members that uh, have, have, like, they were going on and on about him ignoring the other subpoenas. Yeah, and, like, and well, meanwhile. How Oh, yeah, like, like how about all the Republicans ignoring the subpoenas? Yeah, like Jim Jordan for one. Like exactly, could, and like they have a a, a short memory span because they're bringing up all this stuff. And they, I loved when she brought up that MTG used revenge porn. Like that was, but yeah, like there there was a video going around online earlier. And, and like, well, you're it, the expert on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, it actually shut her up for once. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like she didn't have anything to respond with, which is beautiful because she needs to stop talking anyways. Talking about this topic here, I just think that something on their end is going to implode this year. Yeah. It'd, it'd be Donald Trump. Yeah. It'd be, you know, something in the Republican Party where they lose an election or something. But something bad's going to happen. I'm not saying well, anybody's going to die or anything there, but I'm just saying it's like. I don't know. The the coup's not over. There there's a fake elector and an indicted fake elector that's still installed in Nevada. There are a couple in Wisconsin. Like th things aren't they they aren't doing the things that they need to do to make yeah. sure that Donald Trump doesn't win again. You know because what I, I mean? I think the Democrats are too 
trusting of people. And the, the, it's kind of like, and while it's kind of like the, like the Republicans play a very dirty game, the Democrats don't do that there because out of like normal, you know, they're too to many centrists. Like, they're too centrist. Well, they don't want to also that, but there's also two where it's kind of like, I, I'm trying to think of the word this for this here. It's like, we're an honorable people. It's kind of like, we, we don't stoop to their level, you know? Right. And it's and that's like, not the way the Republican party operates anymore. You know, they're going to yeah. have to start doing like, what, things. It's kind of like they're playing with fire. We have to play with fire too, to actually make any difference. Right. With what's going on. Because right. if they're playing with fire and we're playing with snow, you know, yeah, they're, they're basically exactly. in the middle of snow. Yep. And it's going to be real bad. It, either way, if, if Donald Trump wins the election in November, it's going to be really bad for all sorts of people, including you and I. It's going to be bad for everybody involved. <laughs> except for straight white Christian men. But on the other hand there, too, he was like his lawyers were making the argument. That, that he could kill that, his opponents. That he could kill his opponents. Mm-hmm. In that case. If they actually buy that argument, couldn't Joe Biden kill Donald Trump? Not that we'd ever want to see that happen. See, that's that, what's going to be interesting about it going to the Supreme Court, because that's exactly what they're going to have to figure out. It's like, are, are they, it'll set the next pr the precedent for how mm -hmm. things operate from now on. Like, if they say that Donald Trump can, you know, kill his political opponents with, with you know, presidential immunity, then what's stop Biden from doing that? Then you know? that means Biden couldn't go and do the same thing, right? Right. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> so the, the Supreme Court has a big decision. Uh, and if they, I think that they're probably going to say that, um, no, he cannot do that because yeah. of, you know, the precedent it will set because they simply wouldn't want to give that power to a Democrat, too. Exactly. And, yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, they're human, you know, the other people are human, you know, it's like treat them well, you know, yeah. it come, comes back to the whole entire, you know, thing where it's kind of like the golden rule kind of thing, you know, treat others as you want to be treated, you know, kind of thing. And I think it's yeah. only fair for everybody involved. And I don't think yeah. anybody's above the law, including him. No, and the Republicans are more of a "do as I say, not as I do" kind of kind of attitude. And and you know, it it could be as bad as Uganda here. You know, who knows right? in the future? <laughs> like they are so scared of losing their head of the table. You know, the straight white man that you know it. it it's, they're like caged animals right now. Exactly. Did you see? Did you see in Michigan for the first time, like in history, they have like an all-female council, and I forget what what the county was. It's or well overdue. Yeah, all female and all under forty, and uh, mostly women of color, and it's the most okay. beautiful thing I've ever seen. Because it's long overdue, like so, you said. That's certainly a good thing there. But anyways, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna be. Right back to Not Straight Town. I can't even say the name of our freaking podcast. Not Straight Cast. <laughs> We're back to Not Straight Cast after these messages. So, welcome back to Not Straight Cast. So, we had a good break there. You did your number ones, your number twos, and your number threes. We should not say what they are. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that today. Because <laughs> <laughs> today you actually have a number three, and we don't want to know I what do. that is. <laughs> but anyways, we'll go ahead and get back to the news here. The next story is uh, Samuela John. She never set out to use LinkedIn for dating. Instead, the suitors came to her. So three separate men slid into her DMs in early 2023. While she had received messages on the workplace-focused social media site before, these were different. They would disguise it as, I had this company and I'm looking for someone to fill this position. Sure, yeah, you really want that position filled, don't you? He <laughs> <laughs> wants some position filled. <laughs> in some, yeah, 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 you want to be filled in some position. <laughs> Well, each of the men had plausible deniability of a connection or two in common with her. 
She said it was immediately clear that the Meadows were not strictly professional. One of them worked in the oil industry, a field far removed from anything she'd ever done before. Someone else might have scoffed at their advances, but John was nearly single at the time, and she was intrigued. While the other two men failed to catch her interest, John sensed chemistry with the oil industry man and decided to see where things would go. One conversation led to another until the two had spent one and a half months flirting over phone calls and text messages. It was during that phase of the relationship that John posed a question on TikTok saying, why is LinkedIn a low-key good dating app? Have you ever had luck with weird apps like that? No, I haven't, but I don't use I mean, like Facebook much. Messenger is kind of like a dating app, I guess you could say. I've been relatively left alone when it comes to that sort of thing. I guess, I don't know if I put off some kind of a vibe or whatever, mm -hmm. but <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get stuff in my DMs. I don't get random like dick pics or anything like that. I would just send a dick pic back to them probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever, I mean, like on the weird sites, like LinkedIn and like, even like Twitter, I don't think I ever had much luck. But, you know, Facebook no. Messenger, I say, would have more luck. But it's because I'm friends with these people there on Facebook already. Yeah. That, and, and sometimes the talking gets sexual. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, well, granted, if it happened between us, there'd be something wrong. That, that'd, be, that'd be a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Becca. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh Anyways, it's hard to estimate how many of LinkedIn's 1 billion reported members are using the site to find love. The company doesn't collect or release data on the matter, and its community policies page prohibits the platform for, for romantic advances, emphasizing LinkedIn is a professional networking platform, not a dating site. <laughs> but plenty of posts and articles suggest that many LinkedIn users have long used the site for romance. And as LinkedIn use has sort of the age of remote work, Using the platform to find a date has gotten more popular. So basically, they go in this article, but basically the thing is, is, is that uh, what they talk about is direct messages. There, anything that has direct messages can be used as a dating site. Apparently. Oh yeah, for sure. Like someone's always looking to get their dick wet. <laughs> but also, too, they they said something. <laughs> Your <laughs> not mine personally mine because you know yours is bigger than mine is so <laughs> it's drying on the rack in the bathroom <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i gotcha good with that yes one. you did <laughs> So as I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> even for those who shy away from using LinkedIn to angle for dates, the site has become a go-to tool for vetting romantic candidates found through conventional dating apps or in-person encounters. Oh, I could see that, though. So basically, they'll go in there and say, hey, this person has a pretty good job, you know? So. But uh, anybody... Uh, yeah, basically, you go on to say here that notification culture slash mm. phone brain has kind of overtaken things. Um, as it pertains to dating apps, I think everybody, especially post-COVID, has become a little bit jaded. You know, we're sick of the same prompts and the same dating apps and the same kind of outreach. And then also, too, LinkedIn itself is becoming less professional. You know, LinkedIn influencers are kind of thing now, apparently. Oh, jeez. Noticing a lot more content on LinkedIn that's a bit more social or outside of work. The only reason I have a LinkedIn at all is because I was required to have one at a position that I was at a few years ago. I haven't used it since, I don't think. Yeah, it's like workplaces like you that have one there, but I never post on there ever. And even like really when it comes to things like Twitter, it's kind of like I'm more like of a watcher and not a, not a, you know, I don't write stuff on there. Like the only thing I really write stuff on is Facebook and just kind of like, because I just want my friends to know. And it was like, most yeah. of what I'm posting nowadays is either memes or just weird observations. I deleted my Twitter when Elon Musk took it over. I can't stand that man. Exactly. Yeah. And not straight. It's, it's a cesspool. Doesn't, doesn't have a Twitter anymore. Yeah. 
you have to pay to to get verified now, so everybody can get verified. And I think he was it's even talking about yeah, he was even talking about uh, doing a, a monthly subscription to be even able to use the site because, like, I think it's like tanked billions of dollars since he took over. I mean, it's eventually going to die, but I think it's going to die more of a slow death than a quick death. death oh, like sure. everybody was thinking about there before. So, oh, God. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I remember back in the days, it's kind of like, oh, social media, yay, you know, YouTube, yay, you know. And then it's kind of like, nowadays, we're just kind of like, no. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's even like that new site, you know, from Instagram or Facebook or Meta or whatever the hell they're called nowadays. Meta. You know, and it's just kind of like, great, more of the same, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I miss the days of Friendster. <laughs> I liked Friendster. I miss In MySpace. MySpace was fun. <laughs> I spent hours, like, designing my page. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you could used... just completely redesign your page. However you yeah, and it used coding, like old-fashioned coding to do it, too. I could get very technical with this here, but yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> we're very nice there. I mean, and everybody really blinged out their MySpace pages. You know? Oh heck yeah! And you could attach songs and stuff. I mm -hmm. think you could do that with Facebook too, too now. But it doesn't automatically play <laughs> when you go to somebody's page like that. It did on MySpace. But let's be honest. Did you want a song to automatically play at three in the morning when you went to somebody's MySpace page? No. <laughs> <laughs> But of course, if you didn't automatically play it, nobody would actually play it, you know? Yeah, that's true. So I understand the reasoning behind that there, but yeah, it just, uh, in some ways, it's kind of glad that we don't have Carte Blanche to do whatever the hell we want. But mm -hmm. on the end there too, it's kind of like, I miss those days where it was like rough and tumble and, you know, <laughs> pretty, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where you had to connect to the internet via dial-up, you know? I still hear that noise in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, uh, Rear. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I always joke that people need a license to get on the web, you know? <laughs> There's some for sure. Like, and nowadays yeah, that everybody can get on the web. Pass a basic no literacy test. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when it was like for us, you know, freaks and geeks getting on there, it was fun. But now that everybody is on there, it's kind of okay. Oh, yeah. More of the same. <laughs> yep. But anyways, uh, you have the next story about, it's a Mums for Liberty. Ugh. Assholes yeah. with casseroles. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best name I think you've ever come up with. <laughs> Assholes with uh, casseroles. <laughs> I cannot lay claim to that, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish I could. They also call them the Ku Klux Karens. <laughs> so, assholes with casseroles <laughs> <laughs> so a mom's for liberty school bird member was arrested for shoplifting from target and they're they're supposed to be the moral majority right yeah <laughs> right-wing hate group uh moms for liberty back school board member in tennessee resigns this week after she was arrested for shoplifting from her local target of all places according to multiple local news outlets 43 year old carrie blair was a little over a year into her first term on the coyerville school board after being elected in november 2022 when she abruptly resigned on tuesday citing personal family reasons <laughs> Blair was arrested on January 5th and charged with seven counts of theft of property. Local ABC affiliate WATN reports that she was caught on security camera skip scanning items at the self-checkout at her local Target store in uh, Coyerville, Tennessee. And I assume that's like scanning every other item kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just putting it in the, you know, where the bagging uh -huh. area is without, you know... Um, yeah, according to the Los Angeles Blade, the stolen items ranged in price from $63.38 to $140.49 and totaled $728.61. Good Lord, what are you buying at Target that, 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 that's um, that much, you know? <laughs> Casserole dishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
for uh, for your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Coyerville police launched an investigation on December 27th, leading to Blair's arrest last week. She was released on $75,000 bond. Target reportedly intends to push for prosecution of the thefts. Give us back uh, our damn casserole dish. <laughs> it, it's interesting, though, it's Target, too, because, like, uh, Notably, anti-LGBTQ plus conservatives have called for boycotts of the retailer over its pride merchandise and LGBTQ-themed holiday items. After rapidly growing in prominence over the last couple years, the right-wing organization that falsely characterizes LGBTQ plus inclusion in education as grooming and sexualization has faced multiple scandals in recent months. Yeah, this isn't the first. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In November, it was revealed that the group's Philadelphia chapter had hired convicted sex offender Philip Fisher Jr. to handle its religious outreach. (laughs) (laughs) In 2011, Fisher was indicted on 12 counts of sexual assault and sexual abuse for allegedly sexually abusing a 14-year-old boy. He pleaded guilty in 2012 to one count of aggravated criminal sexual abuse of a minor between the ages of 13 and 17. Wouldn't something like that put you on Megan's list? You think. Yeah, I mean, think. basically, you would be have to register as a sex offender, I think, in that kind of case. There, so well, that's just showing that these people aren't vetting anybody properly before allowing them into the group, or they flat out just approve of it, considering that most of the accusations, are, you know, especially that sort with the of kind thing, of job that they're getting. Their, yeah, it's, yeah, it's coming from their side of the aisle. Like it, you don't hear much about it coming from. You know, the left wing aisle, although it does happen, you know, I'm not going to throw a blanket statement out there, but most of them that are coming out are religious, you know, right wing people. It's like they should not be in those types of positions there. Like if you're doing religious outreach, I respect that you would not be a sex offender, you know? Yeah, but they're not, they're not looking into these people before allowing them to become involved. Like earlier, earlier last month, one of the group's co-founders, Bridget Ziegler, was quietly removed from her position as the director of the school board leadership program at the Leadership Institute after her husband, former Florida Republican Party chair Christian Ziegler, was accused of sexual assault by a woman with whom both the Zieglers had been sexually involved. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so like they were having a trouble. I guess so. <laughs> is that what they call it? A thruple? A, tr- a bisexual thruple, basically, is what they yeah. were doing. You know? <laughs> it was two women and one man, or one yeah. man, right? And these are the people that are calling for all the book bans. Like, these are yeah. the people that are, are saying that, you know, all that stuff's too sexual for children. Meanwhile, this is what's going on behind their closed doors. It's it's amazing. The hypocrisy just never like, ends with them. They're basically fucking and sucking anything that moves, basically. That's what it sounds right. like. Right. <laughs> I mean, he said Lauren Boebert a few months back was getting uh-huh. felled up at a production of Beetlejuice. Jack and for a boyfriend in a movie in a, in a theater, you know. In a theater, like she went to see a Broadway show, and she's giving her her man a handy well, on well, camera. Well, he's well, he's you know, like cupping her breasts, you know, rubbing, rubbing her titties. Yeah, right. I know. And then like, she's vaping on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just trash, complete and total trash. Like there's so many of them. Like the Republican Party, I may have not agreed with their ideas and you know the way they want to run things but there used to be some some like actually good people you know in the republican party and now it's just complete trash after donald trump man it used and to it, be about the issues and it's no longer yeah. about the issues it's just you're not a good person you know because mm-hmm. i think yeah. it's possible to be a good person and be republican well you know, sure different you know have different thoughts and stuff there but it's kind of like if you're starting to say this is either my way or the highway you know and also to in that same vein restricting people from having to rights to do what they feel is best for their situation yeah right then that becomes a problem there because even like with the abortion issue it's kind of like i'm obviously pro-choice and it's a matter there where you know i personally myself don't like abortions would not want to see anybody get one 
But on the other hand, too, I'm not going to restrict your ability to choose the right to have an abortion. Right, and that's that's what pro-choice is all about. And they want to spin it and say that it's pro-abortion, and it's not pro-abortion. No. Like I have my limits on what I think is appropriate, you know. And but I'm not going to tell somebody that what they can and can't do with their own body. Like I don't think this is a decision that anybody goes into lightly. And most people who have had abortions are kind of sad that they had them. You know, it yeah. caused them, you know, to be very, very oh, sad. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. And. That's a complete normal response to it there, you know. I mean, yeah, it is human like there, but the problem is there too. It's kinda of like I guess this kind of explains how Republicans are in a nutshell, is is that they care about the fetus before birth, but right. after birth it's kinda of like go to hell, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it was George Carlin that said in one of yeah. his stand ups, like if if you're pre born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> and like the Republicans just nowadays say their their ideologies and what they stand for now is are are not popular ideas. They are not popular. Like and they're just trying to basically strong arm us, strong arm everybody else into yeah. being like you're going to do it our way or you're not going to do it at all. And that, that the only way they can win now is if they cheat and gerrymander and do all that. Yeah, because they know they can't win running an honest election. Right. And, and they love to show that map about, have you ever seen the map where it shows that most of America is red? But when you take out the, the areas that are like not heavily populated. These places like, don't have any population though. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's 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 the little nuance that they're leaving out of that when they like to show that map. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand there too, I cannot imagine that somebody would look at everything that's going on with Donald Trump and the Republican Party and be like, Yeah, they're doing good work. This is this is who I want to have as president. Yeah, there's so many people that are like that because they they really think that uh, anything that they hear negative, any proof that is offered, they, they're now claiming it's all AI generated. <laughs> and it, it's, uh, good Lord. it's fake and, you know, everything's fake and except well, for what their, their dear leader says, you know. There's one thing that's not fake. Oh. Okay. And that is our <laughs> moment of conclusion. So, a customer has filed a negligence lawsuit against Duncan, used to be Duncan Donuts, but now they just renamed themselves as Duncan, claiming that he was injured by an exploding toilet at one of the coffee chain's locations in Central Florida. <laughs> Paul Kerouac is seeking more than $100,000 in a lawsuit being filed in state court in Orlando, and it was filed on January 3rd, claiming that he suffered severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in the men's room at a Duncan location in Winter Park, Florida, about a year ago. Of course it was Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Florida man covered in poop (laughs) and pee. So after the explosion left him covered in human feces, urine and debris, he walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers at the site and the store's manager, according to the lawsuit. An employee told him that they were aware of the problem with the toilet since there had been previous incidents. So Florida, this has exploded before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Of course, they said this here without diving into further details about the explosion. Yeah. So when contacted on that Thursday by email for more details on Kerouac's injuries, his attorney, Scott Spraley, said that he was tied up and couldn't answer the questions until the following day. And the Canton, Massachusetts-based company, Duncan, did not immediately respond to an email seeking content. <laughs> the lawsuit says that Kerouac suffered bodily injury and has required mental care and counseling since the incident in 2022. He probably has, oh my like, God. pooping PTSD, because if it exploded on him, like, oh, I wonder if he was standing or sitting when it happened. If he was covered in feces, I'm assuming that he was sitting. Sitting, yeah. Could you imagine, man? So uh, most women that I know have this irrational fear of a snake coming up when we're sitting down to go pee. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, so this, now this guy is probably scared to death to try to take a poop. He's like poopy PTSD. 
how the hell does a toilet explode? I don't. That's my question. You know. Yeah. I how? Think you're the, how? I don't know. <laughs> electricity too, but I think there'd be a bigger problem if you did that. Are there any plumbers out there listening? Right. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I forgot I had that noise, but so that's why it was late. <laughs> but still, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, and I would imagine it'd be kind of like, you know, yeah, I imagine you would have mental anguish because of this here. Yeah. I mean, but imagine the counseling sessions, you know. <laughs> so, did you poop today? <laughs> it's like, imagine you only can hold it for so long, you know. Yeah. And uh, with that said, I think we're going to wrap this up here. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, subscribe to us. We're all great podcasts are sold. This podcast is copyright 2024, Voxonics LLC. Check out which has links to our previous podcasts, our Facebook, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, YouTube, which we have all these new things now. No, there's no <laughs> Twitter. And also, too, we have the NotStraightCast.com store, which has all your merchandise needs, as well as the NotStraight.news for all your LGBTQ needs. If you like the podcast, please suggest it to a friend and leave a five-star review in your favorite podcast app. Like us or hate us, we want to hear from you. Email us at feedback at notstraightcast.com or record a message for us by using the send a voice message link on our website. We want to thank you for listening to our show. And until next time, have a not straight one. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>